Hi, and welcome to Your Money Counts, a podcast by Marquette Savings Bank. I'm your host, Sean Fedorko. We'll jump right into things here. So you found your dream home, and now you're ready to close on it. But you have no idea what to anticipate at the closing. Well, I've got the mortgage experts from Marquette Savings Bank here to help answer some questions that you and I may have about this whole process. But uh, first, we're going to get to know our bankers. So would you uh, introduce yourselves and tell us um, how you take your coffee? I'm Jennifer Bond, and I work at Marquette Savings Bank at 920 Peach Street, and I'm the branch manager and a loan originator. And um, I don't drink coffee, but I do enjoy iced green tea. Because of the antioxidants? Absolutely. I knew it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cora Mazina, and I am the branch manager at the Albion office, downtown Albion. Can't miss us. And also a branch manager and loan originator there. And I will drink my coffee. I like regular coffee, no funny flavors, uh, and any shade of cream will do. Okay, deal. I'm Gene Sundberg. I'm a real estate attorney with the Marshoff Law Firm here in Erie. Um, been doing that for a long time, doing a lot of Marquette's work and, uh, take uh, regular coffee with just a little bit of cream. Okay. Okay. I, that's fine. That's classic. It it's is a classic, classic coffee. Old school. No one takes any sugar. I no. like everybody <laughs> watching there. Sweet. How do you drink yeah. your coffee? Me? Oh, I take my coffee black. All right. Yeah. Hot. Very hot. Piping hot. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. That's very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get right into these questions here. Um, you know, uh, and actually, coffee is for closers, so we're right on brand here because we're talking about closing costs. Um, you know, and so let's say you know I'm ready to to get my home, um, but I'm also you know a first time home buyer, and uh, I don't know what my closing costs are going to be. I don't know what the closing's like. Is it like a wedding? Is it like a funeral? Is it like Wheel of Fortune? I've got no idea. So one of my questions, you know, for you, uh, right, uh, kind of getting off the back, is just tell me what I should expect. What are uh, closing costs. When should I even find out about what the closing process is going to be like? The closing costs, you'll, you'll actually get a closing disclosure in the email. We'll send it directly to you. It comes three days before your closing date is scheduled. And in fact, if you don't get it and respond to it three days before your closing's going to be postponed. So that's one of the things that we make sure that you get it and have um, done what you need to, to acknowledge that you've gotten it and, and taken a look at it. But really there's no surprises because when you did your application, we already did a loan estimate and those closing, the closing disclosure is very closely going to map over from the loan estimate. Um, well, let, well, hold on. Just let's back up a moment here. Jean, could you take us, what are the steps up to the closing? So let me situate this in a timeline. Well, what the the actual closing itself is the result of all the hard work that people like Jennifer and Cora and all the other loan officers have done at Marquette. We kind of are stealing their thunder. They're the ones who've taken all the application, all the information, pulled all the financials together. They've put together the good faith estimate. And then uh, when everything matches, then everything is sent to our office for the title search um, and then we'll pull all that information that Marquette has provided to us. And when we go into the closing itself, what I'll tell people is the numbers here exactly coincide with what all the loan officers have provided. And in fact, the numbers at the closing statement are less than what was the good faith estimate because Marquette always estimates a little bit higher. They have up-to-date information. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, closing, the closing itself is going to match almost verbatim cost-wise as to what uh, the loan officers have provided to you as the borrower 
going into that closing. And to, to touch on, on what both Jean and Cora said, um, by the time a customer gets to the closing, there should be no surprises whatsoever because we several times throughout the application process and pre-qualification process disclose to the customer what they could anticipate those closing costs to be. So, uh, you know, at the time that they complete a pre-qualification, if they choose to do a pre-qualification, we provide a cost estimate worksheet to give them an idea as to what the fees are. In addition to that, when the customer applies, like Cora had mentioned, the customer receives um, and a cost estimate that discloses all of the fees that they could potentially incur. And then, you know, that just carries over like Jean had indicated to the closing. And um, in most cases, it's it's less. What, what we've disclosed, because you have to understand when we work with a customer in the branch, the last thing that you'd want if you were coming in to apply for a mortgage was to have a surprise prior to your closing and find out that you have to bring more money to closing than what you had anticipated. So um, we are incredibly cautious to disclose everything that the customer would need to bring in a highest case scenario. And um, then when they get the closing disclosure three business days prior to the closing, it discloses exactly what they need to bring. And like Jean had mentioned, in most cases, it's less than what we've disclosed at the branch. So um, you tell me, what would you rather find out, that you have to bring less or more? But you talked about a lot of fees, right? So there are, you know, many small fees buried in there. Is there anything on the cost estimate sheet that you mentioned that I should know about? Like beyond just that bottom line numbers or something else on there I should be paying attention to? So on our cost estimate sheet, we disclose – uh, every fee that you would incur throughout the process, starting with the appraisal fee, the credit report fee, um, flood. flood determination, uh, the fee to verify uh, verification of employment. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So, so security, ver we would verify your social security number. We'll verify your income taxes. That, you know, depending upon the type of loan that you do. And then we slide over to the other side and it's the title work that Gene does. And Sean, literally so. what I'll do at the closing is I'll tell the borrowers, pull out your uh, pull, pull out your uh, good faith estimate and we'll lay it side by side with uh, with the disclosure statement and, and match up the numbers. And I'll be able to say, look, it's less here at the closing because the good faith estimate was a little bit higher. So we'll literally go right down. There's no secrets uh, there, there's no numbers that are that are uh, you know rolled into or hidden anything. Marquette does a great job in in uh, full uh, full divesture of exactly what all the all the charges are, and they're they're right to the penny. And in fact, almost every time the people go, well, that's that's less than what I thought. I go, then Marquette's doing their job. So, is this level of transparency something I would expect from any lender that I went to, or is this sort of industry standard? Or is this something that Marquette has really made a point to emphasize in their process? It's not necessarily industry, industry standard because I've seen cost estimates that I've been able to compare and I've seen where they have been slightly inflated. Like for example, if if we have an appraisal fee and it might say four seventy five, but perhaps when we actually get the appraisal and they've only charged us four twenty five, you're going to get charged four twenty five, and you're going to see a fifty dollar credit back yeah. when Gene does the closing. Okay, so through this process, um, you know when when I 
come in to complete the, the closing, you know, there's a lot of documents I'm going to be signing. There's a huge amount of money I'm going to be signing over. Do I need to use the bank's attorney? Do I need to use my realtor's attorney? Um, or if I personally have an attorney that I already know and trust and have worked with, can I bring them? What are my options here? I'd love to answer this one. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, so certainly if a customer has an attorney preference that they'd like to use, then they are more than able to use whoever they'd like to use. But no one can tell them which attorney that they can or can't use throughout that transaction. And I think that um, in some cases um, they may be steered in different directions. So uh, the, the Marsh Law Firm, where Jean works, is the attorney's office that represents Marquette for all of our closings here in Erie. And we always indicate to a customer that if they don't have an attorney preference, then the Marsh firm would represent Marquette and the buyer, um, our customers. So um, because Jean's office is involved in the transaction on behalf of Marquette and the customer, I think it makes the transaction a little bit smoother because there are less parties involved in the transaction and it kind of flows a little bit better. I mean, you probably right, and that, and that's and and, and uh, we're really glad to, glad to do that. But if there is a, a buyer or a borrower who has their own attorney, that's fine. We'll we'll work with them. We're going to be involved in it as the attorneys for the bank. So um, uh, we will be at the closing. We'll help facilitate uh, any of the documentation or ex explanation of that documentation. Um, but. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they are they are free to use their own attorney, and they're always offered that by Marquette. Does it um, does it matter? Uh, should a client look for an attorney that specializes in real estate closings, or any attorney can do this? How uh, how important is experience in this field? It, it's here's what I tell people too, Sean is it's the biggest investment of your life. Buying a home is really one of the biggest investment uh, of your life. So you need to have someone who knows what they're what they're doing. It isn't their first rodeo, uh, that they know how the process works, what needs to be done to get everything in line for the closing. So uh, can any attorney do it? Yeah, to a certain extent. But again, I, I, and I always tell people when they come into the closing, I said, look, if you have any questions, ask me. Now's the time to ask. I don't want you to get home and say, geez, I wish I would have asked Gene this question. And if you do, that's fine. Call me because I'm always going to be available. But it's the it's the biggest investment in your life. So you want to be comfortable and you want to have someone working shoulder to shoulder with you to help facilitate that so that it closes correctly and everybody's protected. Well, well, Gene, let's stick with you for just a moment then. So you specialize in this particular type of, of work as an attorney. What advice would you give someone before they walk into that closing? So you say people, you know, contact you afterward, and they, you said you should have asked me before we walked in. What do you, what do you recommend that they, that they do ask? What should they know? Well, what's uh, as what's most important is for them to have a really good working relationship with their with their loan officer, which is why Marquette's an ideal lender for that. Uh, they're always available by phone. You have a question or a problem, you go see them. You're not calling a 1-800 number and getting someone that you can't even hardly understand. So I think beforehand you have and work with a loan officer who's available, is going gonna, is gonna to walk you through the process um, and um, be, being prepared for the, the closing itself. Again, bring the documentation that you've been working with for your loan officer, 
bring photo ID, uh, arrive a little bit early. If you have questions, I said, write them down so that we can go through them. And if there is a question and people know, the nice thing about Marquette too, is if there's a question, I'm going to call Jenner Core on the phone saying, hey, look, I have Bob and Sue here. You know, here's, here's the situation. Uh, have we covered that? You know, what can we do to make them comfortable? Um, so again, I, I think uh, if they have worked with the loan officer, have all their financials together and all the information uh, that a lender like Marquette has, people are in really good hands walking into a closing. Okay. Well, let's get the other two in here. You know, Jennifer, Cora, what advice do you have for a home buyer before they close on a home? Cora? Yeah, I have a couple of things to add. Um, one thing when it comes to choosing an attorney, whether or not you need to have a separate attorney, one of the things I always tell all my customers is that I will tell you what Gene does for us. He is going to make sure that the title is clear on your property. And he is going to make sure that the deed has been complete and is documented properly. And he'll even come, he'll have a little um, drawing of the the map where your property and outline your property um, plot, you know, and he'll have that all ready for you. And um, if you need title insurance, he's got that. If you just need um, just a title search or what, he, that's his area of expertise. But he does all of this for us. And he stands behind it for you. So if it comes to whether or not you have to have an attorney on your own, I will tell you that we're kind of on the same side. We want to make sure that the property is filed properly. There's no, no intervening liens on it and um, that the Marquette paperwork has been signed properly. And, um, and essentially, when you're buying a home, that's what you want also. The nice part about Gene is I'm out in Albion. He comes to see me all the time. He'll do closings out there. My customers don't have to drive to Erie. Gene, how far do you go? You know what? If, if, there's, if, there's, if I'm asked to go to uh, a branch um, one of Marquette branches, I'll, I'll make arrangements to do that. Oh, it's to accommodate, accommodate the borrowers. Uh, and also I think it's a great rapport between the loan officers who've done all that work ahead of time to actually be part of the actual closing itself. I, I think it's a wonderful opportunity. So I'm happy to get on the road and get to Albion or right downtown <laughs> or, or East, uh, the East side either, uh, any, any of the branches. And the other thing I, I feel like I'm, um, I work for Marquette, but I'm usually an advocate for my customer. I, um, if, if I think everything's in line, I'll do everything I can. And so will Jen and the rest of our loan originators. We have a great group of people, but we'll do everything we can to make that new home happen for you. Well, Jennifer, what's your advice to uh, you know a home buyer before they close on their home? Um, a couple things, like Jean and Cora had mentioned. Um, you know, I think first and foremost prior the days leading up to the closing, um, the customer needs to set the homeowner's insurance up and get all that in place, provide that information to us so that we can prepare the closing disclosure for the closing. Um, when the day of the closing, coming into the closing with valid identification, um, <clears throat> arrive early, like Jean had mentioned, early is better. And uh, the funds to close. And, you know, a lot of times customers will call and they'll say, oh, can I just take you know, cash into the closing or can I just write a personal check? And, um, you know, because this is a very large transaction, if you were selling a car, would you accept a personal check if you were selling your car? Probably not. 
because you want to make sure that it's collected funds, it's guaranteed bank funds. So going to the closing uh, with a check, an official check, a treasurer's check, a cashier's check is also important. So the days leading up to the closing, making sure that all that money is going to be available, the funds are collected, it's available in your account so that you can go in and pick up that check to go to the closing. That's that's another huge point, too. Okay, so sounds like you've maybe run into some situations where someone showed up with a personal check or a fistful of money, and you're like, yeah, that's not going to work, buddy. Uh, So you have any customer experiences that you want to share, some anecdotes that people remember, uh, anything that stands out? Go ahead, Cora's nodding emphatically. I had somebody show up with 80000 in cash one time. Yes, and we had to count it all, and then then, – we made arrangements because we knew it was cash, and but we actually had to deposit it. And where do you get eighty thousand in cash? You'd be surprised. Yeah, you, yeah. The the tin <laughs> the tin box in the barn. Yeah, okay, when we get done with this podcast, very, I've got more questions. Some Go ahead. are very cash oriented. <laughs> okay. Yes, and um, it was from a legitimate source, you know. But they had converted it actually to cash. Wow, because okay. they thought that was better, you know. And and but it, but these things are not surprises anymore. This is this is a few years ago. We, I mean, you get a commitment letter that outlines what you need to do, and we've told you, you know, Jen and I have evaluated, have called you, told you, you know, you need to get your homeowner's insurance if you need a well test. We've we've let you know all these things. Mm-hmm. At application, then we've told you, uh, you know, when you were when it was approved, then you know, Gene's office sends out an email to everyone telling them exactly what to expect um, prior to you know actually having the the closing scheduled. But so these things are not surprises, but it's also not something that you do every day. Yeah. So right. so you're you're like. Oh my God, I'm buying a house. (laughs) What do I do? And so we just keep reinforcing it. We keep telling you over and it's never, I always tell people, never think that any question is stupid. And if you've already asked it, I don't care. I'll answer it as many times as it takes and explain it as many different ways so that you understand it. Okay, Gene, anything anything stands I, out? I, I, Eighty thousand of cash? Can yeah, you beat I've that? Had, I've had I've had farmers come in yeah, with wow. tin tins full of cash from the barn that smell like the barn. Um, <laughs> and that's, we'll, we'll you know, uh, that's not how we w- would prefer to do it. Um, and we've had to, you know, we've had to kind of take a step back and, and make sure that, uh, uh, that we got a cashier's check. Okay. So for all of you out there stashing money under mattresses, yeah, make sure it. you come to your closing with a cashier's check. Put your check. money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Talk to your loan officer well ahead of time. Make sure you're prepared. Uh, I myself, I'm going to go turn all my bullion into bankable yes, money. <laughs> um, well, that's all. Uh, I think we've covered everything for closing costs. This uh, has been the Marquette Savings Bank podcast, Your Money Counts. I'm your host, Sean Fedorko. You can go to marquettesavings.bank to schedule an appointment online to either meet a loan officer face-to-face or talk to him on the phone. Uh, Marquette Savings Bank, of course, is an equal housing lender a member of FDIC, and we'll look forward to you tuning into the next episode. Have a good day.